Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa, and we are sisters. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome, uh, welcome. Melissa, how was your week? It has been a strange week. Um, it's the it's actually really beautiful out right now. You know, it's winter where I am, and this all the trees are just like coated in white, and it's just beautiful. And I think it's just um, God's apology to me because we had ice on our driveway this week and I didn't know it. And I was shoveling real quick and I went flying up in the air, my feet up in the air and I landed flat on my back. It was That's terrible. terrible. Mm-hmm. Really terrible. God feels bad and gave me that beauty outside today. Do, do, <laughs> do we believe God owes us apologies no. or do you think that's just his no, goodness? But I grace? just think that that's just how I feel about that. <laughs> God's like, I just gave you goodness and grace and you're like, Ooh, it's about time you apologize to me. <laughs> I am a little bit like our mom sometime, aren't I? <laughs> Whenever we, play, whenever we play cards with our mom, if she like lays down a card that benefits the next person, just because that's what she happens to do, it's not because she's trying to be nice. Right. And it benefits them. She's like, you could say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, is a hoot. Your... <laughs> he is a hoot. Oh my gosh. Uh, today we're talking about when we need to feel understood. I asked you how your week was. Oh, I didn't hear you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My week was good and it's going to get better because my grandson is coming tomorrow from Minnesota or he's in Wisconsin. Um, oh, yay. And I, he'll be here Tuesday to Sunday. So I'm oh, really yay. excited. But yeah, you we, had a good, mm-hmm. we had a good weekend. We actually went to visit our granddaughter, Oakland, who lives in Vegas. That's like five hours from us. But her mom met us uh, like in between. And so mm-hmm. we got to spend a couple hours with her. And then we actually made a little trip out of it. And we went to a cool city called Prescott. Or it's kind of like a town. And stayed overnight and did some fun things there and came back freaking exhausted. Awesome. I love <laughs> that. Like and if you're eight hours and we're just like, oh my gosh, we're so tired. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening from Minnesota and she said a cool little town called Prescott, she's not talking about Prescott, Minnesota well, Prescott, or Wisconsin. Got, it's in it's Wisconsin. Cool. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Prescott? It is. It's got a really pretty little downtown. And mm. yeah, I just drove Prescott, Arizona is really cool. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is very cool. So, so yeah, that was my week. So who lives in Prescott, Wisconsin? Okay. We, we are talking about when we need to feel understood. Um, so being understood, <laughs> our sister-in-law Bridget always says, my love language is I need to be understood. <laughs> it's not one of the five love languages, but she's like, that doesn't matter to me. I just want to be understood. <laughs> yes. And I think, honestly, I mean, it's got to be such a high percentage of people who just feel this way. Like we just need to be understood. And when we're understood, things go so much better for us. Oh, for sure. I emotionally... I can think of a million times where I'm like, if they could just understand what I'm trying to say, if they could just understand where I'm coming from, if they could right. just understand why when I said it that way, it didn't, I didn't mean it the way they heard it, whatever, like, right. then everything would be better. Mm-hmm. So I think that you and I come at this from different places. Like for me, I spent a lot of my life needing to be understood in a prideful way. Like my, mm-hmm. um, the root was pride. It was mm-hmm. like, cause I, we talked about last week because I thought I was right all the time. Yeah. So I needed people to understand that I was yes. right. <laughs> um, and, you know, as I've matured and God's really changed me, I like to be understood. And I do feel like there's times when I quote unquote need to be understood, but it's moved so much away from pride now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, if you could, if you knew my heart, you would want to understand me. Mm-hmm. And so I come at it from that aspect now, which I think is how you've always been about needing yeah. to be understood. Yes. I, yeah. It, yeah. I don't think it was ever a, a, out of pride. It was more out of 
pain, actually, like pain. if because mm-hmm. yeah, if 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 you understood me, you would know that what you're saying or thinking about me could not be true. Or right, um, if you really yeah, if you really understood, you know, when you're yeah, if people judge you, if they could, if they understood you, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be reason for judgment. You know, when people talk bad about you or several relationships and because of you it seems like not Rachel but like whatever the it, and it's like if they could just understand me they wouldn't want to walk away from me yeah so right <clears throat> and so I you know people listening I don't know where you are on this I think it's good to examine our motives always I mean the mm-hmm. Bible talks about that all the time search me a Lord and test mm-hmm. my thoughts and you know <clears throat> I want to be in our motives should be pure as mm-hmm. best as possible and we're yeah. in perfect so they won't be pure all the time, but right. <clears throat> if our desire is for them to be pure, examining what's the motive behind wanting to be understood. That being said, I think even if your motive is just, well, if you knew my heart, even if mm-hmm. it's like a genuine place, I think that the need, quote unquote, to be understood is, it's just part of our sin nature. It's, it's us saying, um, God knowing me is not enough. You're not, you're, you're processing that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. If you aren't seeing my face, my face, she's, is she's like, I'm confused. Do I believe that? Do I not believe? <laughs> no, I've never me. thought of it that way. And I, that's an interesting thought. Say it again. Okay. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> Can we rewind and listen to it? You said, if, oh, those of you out there, could you rewind when, it? Let us know. You know. It doesn't work that way. When we need to be understood, it's saying, God understanding us isn't enough. Yeah. Like I think it's rooted in a sin nature. Like even if it comes from like a genuine, like honest place, if we mm-hmm. quote unquote need to be understood that, I mean, the Bible talks about God knowing us enough is alone. Like he alone mm-hmm. will be, you know, our, our vengeance. He alone will be the one who will defend us. He's our mm-hmm. defender. And so if we're not relying on him, we're relying on people letting us know that they really understood us. Yeah. Then we're staking our flag somewhere that isn't in God alone. Yeah. And this is hard because I think we almost, I think all of us want to be understood. And I yeah. am, I have really honestly made little to no ground in this area. <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa's well, just hearing this for the first time. So certainly she probably hasn't either, but like, it's something I want to grow in is mm-hmm. not needing to be understood. And like, um, I think coming into the concept of being understood is defending ourselves you right. know and exactly yes i agree with that and i just i'm still processing the need needing to be understood so what i'm hearing you say and i i do agree with this is that um anytime we need anything to like be complete or be yep. fulfilled or be mm-hmm. happy or be um okay with ourselves or okay like mm-hmm. that's when we can get ourselves into trouble because right well it becomes an idol in our life yeah obviously we were created to need God alone. Now, I just want to make this clear to anyone who's listening and is like, I don't know how to only need God. Like that we will never achieve that on earth because we are imperfect people. The and we live the, in an imperfect world. Yeah. And so I just I don't want anyone hearing that and being like, well, I'm not even gonna try because I'm never gonna get there. I think the point is that when we recognize, wow, I need this so much. Like I need if if we need to be understood in order to feel like I said complete or happy mm-hmm. or okay. Um, that, that's ultimately going to hurt us more mm-hmm. yep. than, than help us because, um, because we're putting our need in something that can't fulfill us. So, well, and there's no right. security there. Right. So right. like when, <clears throat> let's just say Melissa and I get in a fight and 
literally 10 years go by and she never understood my side of it. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be insecure every single day? Like, right. yeah, if my need is to be understood, then I am going to mm-hmm. walk in, in this insecurity versus like, if I'm like, well, God is my alone, my security. Mm-hmm. Do I wish my sister understood me? Yes. But mm-hmm. he alone mm-hmm. determines my security. And it's like, place- we need to become comfortable with, because we can't control how people right. see us or what they choose to believe in us or what, you know, what those right. kind of things. And so we need to be comfortable with not being understood or being That's uncomfortable. Really- huh? Yeah. We have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There are and, going but just, times. yeah. Getting to a place where, like you said, if, if, if you and I had a fight and for 10 years, I didn't understand your side of it, you, but you know, you didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so it's not like you had anything to apologize for. Or right. whatever. It, you, it would be okay for you to just get to a place where you're like, you know what, this is okay. Like this, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I love her and she loves yeah. me. And so we're just gonna move forward. And right. Yeah. Well, and in my experience, if you pray for the truth to come out, I mean, the truth like always comes out. And so at some point Mm -hmm. I could probably bet money that Mm -hmm. at some point God's going to reveal something to Melissa or something's going to come out and she's going to go, oh my gosh, I all of a sudden understand. And that's something we can pray for, Mm -hmm. you know, for the truth to come out, not for Mm -hmm. our side to be heard, but for Mm -hmm. the truth to come out. Like every situation, just Lord, let the truth prevail. Let the truth Mm -hmm. come out and it will happen. Um, and, you know, there is some sense of amazingness and satisfaction when the other person finally comes and understands you. Like, yeah, but feels I think good. Mm-hmm. it does feel good. And I don't necessarily think that that's wrong. No, I, don't um, I think that's a natural response, but mm-hmm. that just can't be where we're like, okay, now we're good. Mm-hmm. Now everything is right in the world. It's like, it mm-hmm. can't be that. And like you were saying, well, anything we need that isn't God, I think needs to be challenged. And so if like, if we need coffee every day, <laughs> might be time to fast from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Been there, done that. If we need social media might be time to fast from it. If we need mm-hmm. alcohol, might be time to take a break. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, and I heard that in a sermon one time, like 15 years ago. And I have, that has always stuck to me. If there's something I just feel like I need mm-hmm. treat after dinner, whatever. I need to talk to like my sister can't. every time I have a fight with someone, you know, like mm-hmm. examine our motives. Like how are we really relying on God? If we just need these things, quote unquote. So I really need my kids and I kind of feel like I better take a break from them. <laughs> <laughs> the cushion oh, it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Rachel said I should get out of here. You don't even look a little sad. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I should probably take a break. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you know, we're talking there about needing to be understood, but I think we can flip the dialogue to I think it's important as men and women in Christ to learn to understand one another, not because Mm -hmm. the person needs it, quote unquote, but because what a gift it is to bring into our relationships, the desire to understand one another and being understood. Like it's just something we all want and not that we want to give people something unhealthy, but like it does bring closeness in relationships when we seek to understand one another. A hundred percent. When Bill and I are in a fight, and he, I can tell the times that he does not understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. And it takes a lot more work for me to settle in and move past the fight. Right. Then when he's like, oh, I get it. Whether he, and here's the thing, you guys, understanding someone, understanding their point of view, understanding where they're coming from. That's not the same as agreeing with mm-hmm. them. And it's a hundred percent okay yeah. to understand, but not always agree. So right. I just think that that's a really clear distinction that needs, or well, we, a distinction that needs to be clear. We talked about this in politics mm-hmm. and how you and I, we understand, I understand how you mm-hmm. land on 
I think pretty much everything that mm-hmm. you think in politics and policies mm-hmm. and all that. It doesn't mean that I vote the same way, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see exactly why you mm-hmm. voted that person or how you landed there. But, mm-hmm. um, and I think, like I said, it's such a gift to bring to our relationships to understand. And so often if our, if we're rooted in pride, we can't tell someone we understand them because then we think we're conceding something. But when you're like they're winning, <laughs> right? like you're giving them the win. But in mm-hmm. a relationship, if you're seeking humility first, like obviously Jesus first, but then humility because of Jesus and your relationship with him, mm-hmm. you're not going to be looking to win. No, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm just giving up. It's like, no, you're going to be looking to love. Mm-hmm. And by loving people, we want to understand them. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I'll tell you a story about my 14 year old. He brought me this um, video one time of a kid and he was like talking about things I wish parents understood. And it was all very like, in my opinion, angsty and just like parents mm-hmm. are so stupid, but <clears throat> everything he said had a valid point, but it was all just like, well, I didn't like the kid's attitude. Mm-hmm. So Brighton brings it to me and he wants me to watch it. And I'm instantly enraged. <laughs> My pride was great. And I was like, so what? Like you think like, this kid, like telling me something? She's a role model. And like, yeah. Doesn't this kid know that parents have to do that? And I mean, I'm not kidding. I handled it real good. Poorly. So, so, so Quote, poorly. Unquote, real good. And then, you know, he was like, well, I don't think he's angry. And I don't think this. And I was like, you don't think he's angry? I was like, this kid's screaming anger. And so then I text my mom and sister. And I'm like, because I don't always want to be right. I want, I'm like, okay. Is it possible I'm seeing this wrong? Well, they both were like, oh, I don't really think he's angry. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was very convicted that like, I didn't even try to understand my teenager and why he brought this video to me. Mm-hmm. Like my heart didn't even remotely go there. It went to my own feelings and my yeah. own pride. And, and when I asked them and they both agreed with him, <laughs> so annoying. I hate when I ask you. And I think you're going to agree with me and you don't. I'm like, dang it. I went to the wrong person. <laughs> no, I ask you guys because I know you'll be honest. I know. And I went to him and I was like, I'm really sorry. Like I handled that really poorly. And I do want to understand why you sent this to me. And then mm-hmm. he's all prideful. and was like, no, nah, we don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> oh, good. So no gifts were given that day in our relationship. <laughs> but like if I had just said, like push down my feelings mm-hmm. of what I thought and just looked at him and been like, help me understand what you think about this mm-hmm. video. Yeah. It's not a hard thing to say. It is not hard to say because you're not saying, oh, I love this video and this kid's spot on. You're just like, tell me right. your yeah. heart. What are you bringing to the table yeah. when you read like, you know, what's what, your intentions with yeah, and what's going on wanting in me mind. to see this? Yeah, exactly. And so that's a really good example of doing things very poorly when it comes to understanding <laughs> people. And, you know, if he... I wish I could go back to him and say, like, let's talk about that video again. But I know it's long gone. He doesn't even yeah. really remember what video I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, I communicated to him. It's not safe to bring these things to me. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. really sucks because yeah. now I have to work kind of overtime to prove to him. If he does bring me something again, you're going to handle it better next time. Yeah. Yeah. That I mm-hmm. I want to understand his heart, that that's my desire. And it takes pushing your pride down and it takes humility and love. Yeah. I actually think that I want to talk about understanding in teenagers for a minute. So I have five teenagers right now. No, I have four because one just turned 20. So I have four teenagers, four teenage boys. And there's not a whole lot I understand about a teenage boy. <laughs> like we don't really know 
think like them. I don't joke. I don't think science understands them. (laughs) I wonder sometimes if God even understands them. Oh, he's like, God's like, to mix it up a little bit. Just a little bit in that ingredients of that season of life. I love my teenage boys. Ingredient to put in the brain. Yes, yes, it's missing in the brain. Yeah, exactly. It comes a little bit later in life. So, anyway, so I love my boys so much, you guys. Yes. They are a unique breed at this point in time. And I just think that as parents, it is okay to just hang out with them and listen to them talk and be like, I don't understand a single thing. Yeah. I don't understand why they think that's funny. I don't understand what we're laughing at. I don't understand why they're terrible. <laughs> Their jokes are terrible, like everything. And, and why, you know, <laughs> the music they listen to, I hate it. And I, the other day I was, um, you sound so old. <laughs> it is real. We have entered that season of life. But the thing is, is that I don't know that they know that I feel this way. Right. Cause right. I don't tell them ever. Yeah. Like yesterday, I'm a good person. You're a good mom. One of my, one of my boys is getting mm-hmm. his license in about two weeks. And he needs a few more hours. And so we drove around for about two hours and he practiced parking and whatever. And, oh, he listened to his music the whole time. And I hate it. Like, I can't even wrap my head around why he likes this, but I didn't say a word. <laughs> I just listened. So anyways, just remember that part of loving our kids, I think really well when they're teenagers is being okay with not understanding and just letting them be. And part of loving just other people in general is we don't oh, for sure. And like, yeah, there's no way we're going to understand every single person in this world. No. And if that's like what we're looking for, like, well, I can only be close with people I understand, or I can only mm-hmm. be friends with people I understand. Like you may as well cut out like 80% of the population. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. And like, honestly, you know, our call, you know, the great commission, our call is to go out and let people into the kingdom. Right. Like, so if we're just like, well, mm, I just only want to be with people I understand. Like we're, we can't do mm-hmm. that. We can't do that mm-hmm. at all. Who did Jesus spend his time with? He spent time with tax collectors and prostitutes, people I'm certain a perfect Mm -hmm. Jesus did not understand, but Mm -hmm. he loved them. And Mm -hmm. so understanding them wasn't necessary. Like you're saying, kids, you don't have to understand someone to sit with them and love on them. And yeah. Well, then talking about Jesus, he was constantly misunderstood. It was kind of like his MO. Kind of how he got killed. (laughs) Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's told confusing stories, parables, so mm-hmm. that only those who are interested in understanding would. Like, mm-hmm. he was not trying to make everyone understand him. Mm-hmm. He was speaking to those who were willing to listen. And I don't mm-hmm. really know how that applies. I just think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of you that knows how this applies? I just feel like it's such an interesting fact that he didn't come to be understood. And that mm-hmm. says a says lot. something. It says mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it says. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it just, I think it, yeah, I think that it just adds to the whole being comfortable with not being understood. I mean, he was clearly comfortable with not being understood. He didn't, you know, go out of his way to be understood. Um, He didn't change who he was to be understood. He didn't, Mm -hmm. um, he was okay with making people upset. Now he would have conversations with people. He was great about, I mean, if anyone wanted to ask questions and talk to him, he would have done that. Open door there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like that thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and then Proverbs, Proverbs is just filled with wisdom. If you are someone listening who you don't read the Bible or you, you never have, or you don't know that much about it, Proverbs is 31 chapters. They're very short. So you can kind of like read one a day for a whole month, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and you can just read them on repeat and repeat and repeat. And there's so much goodness and truth. In fact, Joey was like, we need to start reading the Proverbs as a family, like every single night, just like before Mm -hmm. dinner, like let's read a Proverbs. Let's talk about it. And I love what it says in 1813, a person who answers without listening is foolish and disgraceful. 
a person who answers without listening. Now we talked about this last week, how mm-hmm. I'm really bad. I listen to respond. Yeah. And it's not my desire and I want to get better, but dang, it's such a default for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then this verse is like an extra slap in the face. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if you're listening or you're responding without listening, yeah, foolish and disgraceful. And that mm-hmm. says volumes about what God's desire. If we believe scripture is God breathed, then this matters, this piece that we need to be listening. Well, if you're listening, you're a lot more likely to understand Yeah, if you're just rushing forward with your thoughts. And like social media is such a great place to practice this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> start listening mm-hmm. and and listen to understand and not just listen to respond and make it a ha- like I need to do this. Like we need to make it a habit to go like maybe once a day and literally just read what people are saying or listen to what people are saying. Cause obviously sometimes it's speaking mm-hmm. for the purpose of understanding, maybe yes. especially people you don't understand. Like I've maybe- actually done that a lot on social media, um, especially in regards to figuring out who I wanted to vote for the last couple of times is I went to all the groups of people that supported these both candidates. And then I went to groups of people who I was told don't support the candidates. And I listened to videos and read things because I wanted to understand why, why as a group, do you support? Why as a group, don't you support? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it, you know, um, it helped me learn a lot. It didn't actually clear anything up. <laughs> <laughs> so you have not discovered the key to American politics. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> it was also really interesting just hearing it straight from people instead of hearsay, you know, like, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think that that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know that I have much else to say. I just, it takes so much humility to be willing to understand other people. And, you know, we've talked, we talk about humility and pride a lot on this podcast Mm -hmm. and it's because it's so important. Like, yeah, I don't know how to be in a relationship with someone if, unless I bring humility to the table. I mean, I've been in relationships with people when all I brought was pride and Mm -hmm. I don't know that anybody would call them good relationships and say, how'd that work out for you? (laughs) How'd it work out for you? Yeah. (laughs) On the other side. (laughs) It just, it takes so much humility, you know, and grace to enter into conflict mm-hmm. or, you know, cause that's where we kind of need to understand people a lot is mm-hmm. in conflict yeah. and, and say, I'm, I'm ready. I want to understand. I had conflict with someone last week that I love and it was, it did not go well. And I was proud of how I handled it. Um, I just kind of restated the same. I don't feel like I'm being heard. I don't feel like I'm, you know, being validated. Um, mm-hmm but I did listening and I did validating. So I was like, okay, I, I was proud of how I handled it. A few mm-hmm. things I could have definitely done better, but, <clears throat> and at the end I just said, do you feel like you've been hurt? Do you feel mm-hmm. like you've been understood? Is there anything I missed? And that's, that was like a new thing for me. I thought that I should do that, but I finally just did. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to just be heard. I mm-hmm. want to make sure you feel heard too. Yeah. And I don't just want to be understood because I brought yeah. the conflict to them. I wanted I wanted them to hear my heart and like, help me understand, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I wanted them to understand my heart, but help me understand how this all happened or whatever. And yeah, like, that's it's honestly not that hard to say, do you feel like you were heard? Do you feel like there's something I need to hear from you? And if right. you ask the person, you're like already in a much more humble posture. Mm-hmm. So then it's going to be much easier to receive versus if they're just like, now I need you to hear and you're like, defenses are up or whatever. For sure. When Bill and I, before we got married, we did some premarital counseling and our, um, the the man who did it with us had us learn how to hold hands during conflict because (laughs) it was just so much harder to be really angry at someone. 
which I hated because I would want to be angry and be like, mm-hmm. with my hands. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just want to be mad. I'm at you. pretty sure I would just smack Joey's hands if he tried to hold it. <laughs> but good news, no one told me I had to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it kind of reminds me of that. Like, whenever you do something to soften, uh, yeah. When, when anything that softens our heart, our minds, our thoughts, our posture, like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, it it changes everything. And so it's so true. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of as humility is like the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. because we become like closer to Jesus in humility. We become more mature, more faithful, like stronger in our convictions. Um, I know that sounds weird, but like stronger in our convictions, like if I guess the conviction to be humil- hum- humble is I guess what I'm trying to say, not mm-hmm. like convictions other ways, but yeah, just like how yeah. important that is. But then for the other person, it's modeling. Like let's say we're in a relationship with someone who isn't humble we're modeling it for them. We're modeling it for our children, but like it is inevitably you have enough fights or conflict with somebody who's, um, humble. They're going to rub off on you. You're going to be like, yeah, that felt nice to be spoken to that way. Or, yeah. Well, or like, I mean, if, if I'm the one who is full of pride and I'm just spouting off and Bill's the one who's just like super calm and chill Mm -hmm. and humble, by the way, those those are usually flipped. um, That's that's correct. (laughs) But just in case that's how it's happening. (laughs) And I'm going to start to feel like a fool if he's being chill and calm Mm -hmm. and I'm like going off on him. Like, right. It's going to like put a big fat mirror in my face and be like, whoa, I do not like what I'm looking at because he's being so calm. Yes, it's true. It's true. And it, yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say on the topic? No, I think that um, we covered a lot. It kind of mm-hmm. enters a whole lot of genres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, no, I like it. Okay. Uh, challenge. Can you think of a challenge? That's what I was, I was trying to think of that when we were talking. I'm like, so what if someone realizes, wow, I, I do need to feel understood. Like, I don't know how to move forward in any kind of conflict or any kind of relationship without being understood what can they do about that? Maybe just start asking God, what are my motives behind mm-hmm. being understood? Mm-hmm. And like, how can I put you first in this area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you guys it. So when it comes to conflict, like, like I said, especially with my husband, when he doesn't understand me, it is almost physically painful to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It is not easy or natural and I don't handle it well. Like that's when I get into the mode of what he likes to call beating a dead horse. <laughs> Because I just keep going back to talk about the Such same a thing. Horrible over horrible image. <laughs> a dead horse. I'm like, I would never beat a dead horse. <laughs> oh, but you do. Apparently. <laughs> and um and it and it it literally there's times when I can tell him like that he, he's just not because he'll say, I do understand. I'm like, no, you don't, because you're not saying it this way, or you're not saying understood. it. Understood. I would feel better. Exactly. <laughs> If if you understood, I would be done talking to you about this subject. But since I'm still talking, you don't understand. <laughs> and so I just want to encourage you that it's not an easy thing. But the times, because I've been practicing a lot over the last probably year or two, just, okay, he said he's sorry. I don't feel like he's quite understanding where I'm coming from. I'm sure we're going to come up, up on this again someday. So I'll just wait and maybe I'll understand then. Lucky and just, walk, just walking away from it. And it. It, it takes me a little bit of time to not have that physical inner reaction inside of me, but ultimately it's better on our marriage because mm-hmm. it just is. So I believe in you. All of you. you. The people All listening. The people. Yes. <laughs> Do you <laughs> believe in you? I, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm like, I, if I can do it, I feel like anyone can, because it's a big deal for me. <laughs> <laughs> so go out and be all that you can be. <laughs> like, 
Melissa, like in the army. I know. <laughs> Our mom one time spoke at a conference and <laughs> said that on stage. She was like, be all you can be in the army. <laughs> and it looked like, why did I just say that? And we looked at her like, like and those of us who knew her laughed so hard because <laughs> so hard. I feel like everyone else kind of chuckled, but we were like, like oh, that's dying like, laughing. We're like, oh, Barbara. <laughs> so, so now, funny. anytime we say "be all that you can be," it's like we're thinking yes on stage. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so funny. Oh <laughs> uh, well, all you right. guys can connect with us. We love hearing from you. It is literally it makes our day. Yep, getting feedback. Um, we appreciate so much when we hear or see that you're sharing with people. Like, mm-hmm. the more you guys share, the more, um the more you rate us, the more that you, um, what, what's rating us sharing. And isn't there one other thing that they can do that helps get our, it just show it helps our podcast pop up there more for other people yes. to see and find us. Um, and so we just really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. You can connect with us at a mess nonetheless at gmail.com or on social media at a mess. Nonetheless. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you guys right. have a great week. Yep. Bye.